Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know, the podcast where we talk about musicals and all the lessons that they teach us. I am your host, Nancy Weber, here with my reliable co-hosts. It's me, KB. And Julie Eisentrager. Just a little bit of shade. Don't be shocked. It was a little bit of shade. I know. I felt bad. No, I always call you reliable co-host when anyone's here. (laughs) Miranda's been called a reliable co-host before. Okay. It's the face that accompanies the shade. Oh, that's just my general depression. (laughs) Um, So I just want to warn everyone that today is KB's first day on the buttons. Yeah. So uh, bear with her. Anything could happen. We might edit later and we might not. And you might just get to enjoy what happens. Yeah. So uh, here's out to KB. Now you know the format of this show. Do I? Do you? I, I mean, he was looking directly at you then, Julie. I was speaking to the audience. Oh, though. hello, oh, audience. In which case, yes, yes, we do. And yeah. we don't have a guest today. No. So, ah, having read the title of the episode, Victor Victoria. Victor Victoria. You know that we're about to cast each other in the show, Victor Victoria. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Okay, Easy. we can do this. Yeah, can be done. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's super fine. Mm-hmm. It's so fine. Okay. Yeah. Same. I mean, I think I'm the clear, the clearest casting here. I mean, yes, yes. we think so too. As <laughs> King Mushan? Yeah! yeah. I was going to say King. That wasn't my pick, but that's fine. Who was your pick? The gay cop? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's also the you know the funny, funny, funny guy. I mean, you could probably play any role you liked in the show, really. I I can't sing Julie's. You Ju- can't. Julie's, uh, no. What if we took it down a bit? We can though, because that's can... actually what happens in the show. <laughs> so... I can do La Jazz Hot, but Ooh. I'm I'm not a legit soprano. Le- Le- well, you I mean, don't have to be. No, I know. It's low. I know, but she does do bits in the movie that aren't in the show, but, you know, then you'd want to be. But uh, honestly, I, I don't pass um, as, a, as, a, as a drag queen. I'm not a... I'm not a no. I don't, I don't a... pass as a lady pretending to be a man, pretending to be a lady. Oh, that is... That is... I don't know if I a... pass as a, a lady pretending to be a man, pretending to be a lady. You don't have to. That's the thing. If you're a lady <laughs> pretending to be a man, and if you look like a lady, it's fine. But I don't think I because do. Because Ju- Julie Andrews in the movie doesn't particularly look like a man. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so y- you're not thinking of yourself as like a Andre or a 
I mean, I, I think King is the one that I will play when I am over 50, I think. I think there's there's definitely I'm going to grow into that role and that role will be me. <laughs> I have a lot Fair. of those. <laughs> and that role will be me. Like, I mean, uh, honestly, if I was living in this place, in this time, and I was the, his age and background, I would just be him. Like, yeah. that's that's just who I am as a person. <laughs> sure. Why not? It's fair. It's fair. KB. Yeah. Do you see yourself as anyone in particular or um, having a... When I look at, like, the song list, like, the girls, like, probably is where I would <laughs> cast myself. <laughs> I don't think I could pull off really anything that Julie Andrews has ever played before. You don't have to, though. <laughs> you know. Mm. There is other roles in here. I'm trying to remember what the Chicky Babe's name is. I can't remember who Norma is in the That's show. That's who I think I'm thinking of. She sings... Chi- yeah, Norma. Yeah, she she's, sings Chicago. She, yeah, she's the girlfriend. Right. Maybe yeah. her, then. She's fun. She's fun. She's a fun she's one. Fun. You get a fun accent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. then, yes. Yeah. She's, like, she's like Adelaide. In Guys and Dolls, but not past her prime. Like Adelaide okay. Cross, like a like the voice of Lily St. Regis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right, I'll take Norma. Julie, I want you to play Victor Victoria. Yeah, I, I think, Julie, you, you get cast as Victor Victoria. Great. That's so. where I would be. Instead too. of police inspector or boxer. I'm happy with that. Yeah. <laughs> you could play the waiter. You would be such a great sassy waiter. I'm always a sassy waiter and I'm not even a waiter. But <laughs> if you could play Victor Victoria in the way that Liza Minnelli played then that Plays would... herself? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Actually, that's not a bad way to play Victor Victoria. Just Liza just Minnelli as, Liza as Minnelli. herself. Yeah. Because she is a drag queen. Essentially. In a woman's body. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I, then again, I'm a gay man in a woman's body, so... There's a difference between a gay man and a drag queen. There is, but I'm saying, <laughs> as Liza Minnelli is a drag queen in Liza Minnelli body, I'm a gay man in Julie body. Okay, so we have King, we have Victor Victoria, and we have... Norma. Norma. Norma Cassidy. Norma. Well, that was easy. Norma. Yeah, so easy. What would Miranda have been if she was Mar- here? Well, see, I think Miranda probably would have been Victor Victoria if I weren't here. And you would be the sassy waiter. And I'd end up as the sassy waiter. <laughs> well, then we've sorted it, guys. Or right? stone number two. Stone number two? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. cool. I don't qualify for number one status. <laughs> oh, that speaks to your self-esteem. I mean, really. Should I try and find the button for the next piece of music, guys? Oh, I'm so nervous. Which one's it going to be? So who has the elevator pitch for this? Uh, Julie does. She just looked at the plot just then, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to put the timer on. You have two minutes. Make it a short one. (laughs) You have two minutes. Three, two. It's not plot heavy. One, go. Okay, so we see Victoria, uh, who is a soprano auditioning for the something club. Classically trained, legit soprano. The song that she chooses to sing is Cherry Ripe, which I don't think is a particularly great song to audition for anything with. Anyway, um, she's starving. She can't get a job. Mm -hmm. Um, There is a performer called Toddy who um, basically sees her. They meet. Uh, My favourite part of the movie, which is amazing, is she's at a restaurant (laughs) and gets free food. 
Talk about that later. That's what you want, really. <laughs> From life all the time. But it's um, a con. It's not like they just no. give her free food. No. And <laughs> that con is one of my lessons. So the <laughs> Okay. Well, you're 45 <laughs> seconds in. Uh, great. Anyway, I'll slow it down then. Uh, so they basically decide the way for her to get work is for her to dress up as a man who's dressing up as a woman. So yeah. essentially... Tony has a connection to a drag club, mm-hmm. but... To perform, they need you need to be a drag performer. Mm. So he's going to bring in this foreign royalty drag performer, Count Victor Grozinski, of course, and a, a classically trained legit soprano <laughs> will uh, be born. Amazing as a drag queen. Yeah, what happens next? That's about it. That's it. That's the yeah. whole plot. You only hit one minute twenty-five. It's not the guys. whole plot. It's not the whole plot. Um, you know, it's the same as anything else. <laughs> what happens a next? Gangster the, a gangster falls in love with Victor Victoria oh, and no. is very conflicted. Does he fall in love with Victor or Victoria? Well, he falls in love with Victoria. Yes. And then is like, oh no. You're really a man just playing a woman. Oh, no. But I still have all these conflicted emotions. Oh, man. And so there's kind of this tentative courtship. Yeah. And then his girlfriend shows up. <gasps> yeah, it's a whole thing. Is it Sal? <laughs> I'm going to stop the name it of the at two minutes. Sal? Is, Sal? I've, I've got the page I'm trying to remember. Hang now. on. Yeah, we're all scanning. Ba 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 Sal arrives and demands that the Yeah, case. Sal yes. Andretti. Oh, what a great time. It is, like, it isn't... When you think of the plot, it is a very simple plot. Yeah, it's super simple. Super yeah. simple, much the same as any other. Um, it's just basic story arc. Yeah, something happens. Then conflict. Something else the happens. end. <laughs> and I will say, for something that deals with gender, mm-hmm. that was released in the nineteen. 19- it was quite progressive. Yeah, in the nineteen eighties. Uh, yeah. It was not too uh, problematic. No. There's not a lot of gay panic jokes. Yeah. Um, and It just is what it is in yeah, the movie. It's yeah, not a focal point of like, here we're trying to make a statement. It's this is what it or is. Or make fun of it. Yeah. It's yeah. a drag club. So enjoy. Off you go. Yeah. Do what you do. Well, I would even say it's a little less problematic than some parts of Lacage. Yeah. 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 Which yes. is you much make more heavily drag based. Good point. So the film... Came out first, yes. and then the stage show. The film came out in 1982, mm-hmm. um, but it was a remake of a 33 German film, Victor und Victoria. Ooh, <laughs> so different. Uh, guys are just slightly different spelling. Yeah. Well, I will. No, it's not Victor and Victoria. It's Victor slash Victoria. That's true. Mm. So it's not two different characters. They're the same. The same two sides of one. But character. in German. But in German, <laughs> it's and. Yeah. Um, I have. Just a, a question in yes. terms of what pops up in the awards section. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the Tony, that was only nominated for one Tony Award in 96, is yes. what it says here. Because mm-hmm. it was then turned into a Broadway musical in 95. Yeah. Um, for Best Performance by a Leading Actress in a Musical was Julie Andrews nominated, but it says declined as a result. It yes. doesn't say won or nominated. She declined, just declined the award. Oh, she declined the award. Yes. Meaning she won it and declined it or yes. declined the nomination? I believe she won it and declined <gasps> it. Why? Hang on. <laughs> All of us. Scandal. But I will say before it was a 
musical on Broadway. Yeah. Um, it was nominated for seven Academy Awards wow. and only won one, yeah. which was Best Score. Right. So And it is very light on on um musical sung numbers. score. Yeah. It is beautiful in its underscoring, but super light on the As films usually song. were. Like Even the musical is yeah. is light on sung songs. Um that's a weird thing to say. That is so interesting that she declined. Yeah. I mean, it's not the Ooh, first time. Or maybe that was the first time. For her? Or? Um, yeah, no, she's declined a couple of awards. So it's music by um, Henry Mancini. Yeah. I think it's how you say his name. Um, the film is just Mancini, I believe. I don't know. Hang on. No, Hang I think on. it's Procuse was in um, the movie as well. So, yes. So, the the movie is Henry Mancini and Leslie Procuse. Mm-hmm. But the musical is Leslie... Uh, sorry, is um, Henry Mancini, Frank Wildhorn. Yeah. And Leslie Procuse. Mm. Wildhorn is like a little extra... Oh, hey. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. I'm here too, guys. Guys, I'm here to do something. Uh, um, yeah. Julie Andrews has done this film a few times. Yeah. Uh, sorry, musical a few times she's done the film and she's done um the musical when it initially came to stage she did it again in the 90s yeah when it ran through you can find that one on the youtube you can (laughs) um but yeah so there's not a lot to talk about in terms of musical numbers but i would like to make special note to the underscoring of the film yeah it is beautiful Good. Really, really pretty underscoring. If you go on to Spotify, they do have like the full... Guys, it is a soundtrack. I can say soundtrack. Eww. Original motion picture soundtrack. Because it is one. It is one. So, Julie Andrews declining. Okay. Great. <laughs> We've had Mr. Google over here. She declined the nomination. She didn't win. Okay. Yeah. She declined the nomination in order to stand with the egregiously overlooked other creators of the show. Yay. So because no one else was nominated, she said, look, I'm not going to accept the nomination. Yeah. Oh, could we nice love well. her more? Which is no. quite lovely, but also like in a way her performance is also like a tip of the hat to the creators. So like yeah. it goes like you could see it both ways <laughs> where you're like, I love it. I love like solidarity, but also they could have been acknowledged through like her winning. Like, yeah, your acceptance speech. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know what else was. Um, up against yeah. her I think that I, year. Honestly, I think if it was just her out of the whole show being nominated, I think if, if it's, it's more in solidarity yeah. to the decline team. it and go, hey, it's a team effort. Yeah. It's not just me. Yeah. Because, of course, in 96, she was a huge name. Huge. Like it was Julie Andrews was, was a <laughs> household name at that yeah, time. Yeah, absolutely. So I think it was – it gives them more credit. Absolutely. From the because she, she she did a big press release and whatever. Did well. This is partially, I would say, why did we mention before who adapted the screenplay, the German screenplay? No, I don't. No, think I, I did. I, I you did didn't mention. mention it. So the film screenplay was adapted by Blake Edwards, which is her stepson, her husband, her husband, Andrew's husband. And Hans Homburg from the nineteen ninety three German film. So that may also be part of why yeah. she was like, "Nah, guys." If you're not going to nominate anything else, me and my hobby, yeah. go home and have dinner. Well, she yeah. she mentioned the directors specifically, yeah. Um, not so much the uh, her husband, but yeah. 
Um, have you got any more fun facts? I I'm have sure a few you do. Fun facts. These have all come from IMDb because fun fact time. Fun fact. Um, <laughs> Julie Andrews is actually really terrified of cockroaches. Like, oh. legitimately <laughs> has a fear of cockroaches. But in terms of the cockroaches, um, <laughs> they were kind of in like a, like, they were kind of, what is it called when you freeze a, a body? Cryogenics. Cryogenic. <laughs> yeah, so the cockroaches kind of went through that treatment. And then they were thawed out using um, a hairdryer before the scene. And there was just like a hope that they would go in the right direction that they needed to. That sounds awful. Disgusting. It sounds disgusting. <laughs> Just get a fresh one, guys. But to prepare for her role, Julie Andrews watched the original movie, the 1933 movie, and then took boxing lessons for that, like, punch-out scene. Cute. Um, so she Julie really Andrews taking boxing lessons is now my favourite. I know, right? I just want to see her in the ring. <laughs> um, just in the costume from Maria from San Francisco. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in the ring. Um, apparently she really struggled with this role. Um, there's a quote where she said there were so many things to be worked out as someone who likes to be in control I felt wobbly there was something else too when you get older you kind of get on to yourself you know the tricks you play to get by and you like them less and less if you care about your work I was trying hard to get away from them and was sometimes falling back so I think there was a lot of like see this guy's is where yeah my my opinion of this (laughs) and Julie Andrews in this comes to play yeah. Hold on to your hats. Because as much as I really love Julie Andrews, and I mean, she's part of the reason why I do what I do now. Yeah. Um, her and Bette Midler. <laughs> uh, I don't believe she was a good fit for this role. I think if, as an actor, if you are battling that... Um, I mean, she essentially she had felt that inter- it herself. Yeah. If she had that internal struggle the whole time and you're constantly aware of your work like if you are hyper aware of your work it's never going to be good if you're not just like sinking into it but I, I also don't feel like from a vocal perspective yeah. she was particularly suited to the music she was singing no like, definitely not vocally I think this was a, a time during Julie Andrews career where though where she was seeking out yeah. actor yeah. roles yeah. and this just happened to be a real big act that she was also singing for. Yeah. And it just, yeah. it doesn't fit. When you hear her sing Le Jazz Hot, it is perfect. Like it's note for note perfect. It's perfect phrasing. It's perfect diction. Yeah. Everything is perfect. However, it's too perfect. Yeah. Le Jazz Hot should be a little dirtier and it should have a little grunt. And I just don't think they're words that we associate with Julie Andrews. <laughs> and they're not. They're not. Um, but yes, I was listening to this again because I have seen Victor. It's one of my mum's favourite musicals. And I did ask if she would come today to do this. Aww. And she said no. And she said and no And she thanks. said no, thank you. I was like, why? Like, just like a few thousand people listen to it a week. It's not a big deal, mum. <laughs> You're fine. And she's like, no, I couldn't. I couldn't talk about my favourite musical of all time. And she's like, I don't know enough about it. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> Me every week. <laughs> well, <laughs> talking about dirty, dirty, we got to talk about Tom Selleck. <laughs> oh, stop! And what? his bush. Um, his, did you say and his bush or and his, and his mush? mush. Which, with, which is an Australian colloquialism for moustache. It's the first time I've heard it as an Australian, so this is fun. Yeah, you just don't hang out with people who abbreviate everything you, all the time. You, me and my mush. Um, there were rumours that he was being considered to play the king. 
Good old yeah. king. Yeah. Would watch the shit out. Um, I can see that. Yeah, but obviously the role did not go to Tom Selleck. It went to no, James Garner. Yeah, uh, yes, uh, sorry, you're talking yeah. about Yeah, um, the movie. Um, but the guy, I like that this is a piece of trivia. The young man who says Victor is divine at rehearsal is Blake Edwards' son and Julie Andrews' stepson, Jeffrey Edwards. Ah, oh, there you go. So a little, like, family project. <laughs> Aww. Um, really I mean, I mean, he's an act, uh, an extra. Like, yeah. <laughs> like he was Still. involved in the project. Um, we should yeah. mention so um, Robert Preston was the original Toddy. Amazing, mm-hmm. love his voice in this. Yeah, beautiful. Preston is just everything I want to be. Yeah, uh, like, me too. If I could grow up to be Robert Preston, I'd be happy. <laughs> um, and Leslie Ann Warren, mm. which I was super surprised because I. I heard, I've obviously seen it, but I've seen it as a child. And then when I was listening to the soundtrack the other day, I was uh, the Chicago, Illinois song came on. I was like, I know this voice. Yeah. I know this person. From Cinderella. And no. And then it popped up on my screen as Leslie Ann Warren. I was like, no way. Because she's in so many TV sitcoms and, and movies. I was like, oh, that's amazing. She's perfect. She's beautiful in that role. Um, she was also offered the role in the stage version and was like, nah, I'm good. I've done it. Been Thanks. there, done that. Thanks, though. Going yeah. back to the movie, just for a second. Yeah. Julie has opinions, of course. Yeah. But, <laughs> but she was nominated for a Best Actress. She was. She won the Golden Globe. She did. For Best Actress. And to this day, do you want to guess what the Rotten Tomatoes score for Victor Victoria is? I mean, I don't have to guess because I can see it in front um, of me. But okay. I'm going to guess. It is... Nine percent. <laughs> wow! You, you think that you think that it's terrible that everyone hates no, this movie? I just Rotten Tomatoes used to never very like never very rarely <laughs> good work. KB just generally didn't give good reviews of too many things. That's in the beginning. It is ninety two percent. Ninety two percent. Ninety. So certified fresh. Is that oh. still on? Are you looking on Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah. Ah. Okay. Great. It's Fine. dropped a few points since oh. Wikipedia had oh. put it in their article. Oh, what did, it what was ninety seven oh. with a fresh rating of twenty nine reviews. Well, it's probably had more reviews since since then. then. So but it's, it's still ninety percent um, certified fresh. I have a fun fact. Oh yeah. So the costume. This is again the movie. The costume worn by Julie Andrews in the number "The Shady Dame" from Seville is, in fact, the same costume worn by Robert Preston at the end of the film. Ah. Oh. They yeah. made it to fit Preston. Nice. And then using a series of hooks and eyes like lazy mofos <laughs> <laughs> to draw in the back, they made it fit Andrews. They can do it. It's <laughs> fine. Um, it brings me a little bit of joy knowing that like a, a big film production of a musical is also that lazy to only make one costume. I mean, there's probably some uh, artistic like, it's reason Authenticity. It. It's got to be real. It's it's yeah. It's got to feel real. So mm. therefore we're making one of Costumes, mm. not two. And who knows? The budget may have been real small. It could have been. What was who the knows? Budget? Do you know who was looking looked at to play King before Preston? Apart from Tom Selleck. <clears throat> uh, well, yeah, Selleck was. Uh, yeah. Se- Selleck you was just a no-no. Selleck was a no-no. Selleck um, was a no-no. Um, give me a clue. This was early on, mm-hmm. like sixty, because it was like in production from like seventy-eight. Mm-hmm. Um, very famous. Filmic comedian has it got a mustache? Sometimes he does. Was Jim Belushi? <laughs> Oof. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, 
<gasps> you go. You go. Steve Martin? No. Ah, damn it. Are we think, getting closer or are we I need I, to be think, across I the pond? I think you're in a different area. Um, Peter Sellers. Oh! Yeah. But unfortunately, <laughs> like, he died before yeah. production could start. Yeah. So that we ended up with Preston. I mean, not I a bad mean, thing, really, right? Yeah. I actually think Preston would have, has done a better job than Peter Sellers may have. I don't know. Sellers is such a chameleon. Like, yeah. yes, I think, he can. I think if blackface you, with the best of them. I think if you told Sellers <laughs> to play Preston, you wouldn't know the difference. That's true. You're not wrong. Yes, it's true. Correct. Anything else, guys? Oh no, I think I'm. I'm, I'm good. I'm out. I, I'm going to try another button. Then. <gasps> we'll go to lessons we've learned. So what lessons have we learned from Victor Victoria? This is my lesson. Pretty much my one and only lesson. Yes. My true lesson from Victor Victoria is that if you can go to the effort of Mm. finding a cockroach, bringing it with you to a restaurant and putting it in your salad, you will indeed receive that salad for free. (laughs) Mm. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. Those waiters were so suspicious of her for no reason <laughs> from the get-go. They were playing <laughs> the end, so they were bad actors. That's what happened. <laughs> they were like, we know she's got something because we've seen it. I mean, I know she, in inverted commas, looked poor. Yes. But, like, still. <laughs> she looked hungry. Yeah. Mm. But that's just because she has awful luck with cockroaches in her food. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that is weird. Once so you get to the you end of the meal. This? Should we? I'm not going to. I personally Guys, don't want to. We're in a very good position right now, like location-wise, to try this. But I, mean, I don't have a cockroach. I also you don't. don't want to carry a cockroach. Sh- I'll do it all. <laughs> I just want an audience. Look, my friend once got a salad from um, a salad place, which will remain nameless, <laughs> but she went to eat it and there was a giant dead huntsman in her salad. So it just happens naturally, guys. Ooh. I don't think we need to put the cockroach oh in anything. I, like, even just think I wasn't even there and the thought of it makes me want to vomit everywhere. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm okay with spiders. <laughs> in a salad? Wanna, yeah, that's fine. They're cleanish. I think, <laughs> I think Victor Victoria says something a little important about even in the most accepting of places, mm. i.e. a drag club, there is still discrimination. Yeah. <laughs> there, are, there are still preconceived notions and there are still people who use whatever whatever power they have to discriminate. Yeah. Mm. Sad. Yeah, it is sad. Sad That's lessons really sad we've learned. <laughs> For our older, confused friend as to whether <laughs> he loves Victor or Victoria, there's probably a lesson in there for someone, right? Just accept. Well, Just love the person. I will say, yeah, he's 100% open. Yeah. True. Trepidatious, yes, yeah. but he does explore the possibility of yeah. a romantic relationship with Victor. Because he loves the person. And That's adorable. Just, and then just happens to realise that it is yeah. a woman playing Victor. It is, is very sad that I've only just realised this lesson. Oh. <laughs> My <laughs> brain didn't okay. put the two in. Maybe I'm just like super, super Maybe chill about who loves who and yeah. I don't click to that. Yeah. That's, that's all I got, guys. And it, well, it also says something about how being open can encourage others to be open because as soon as he finds out his boss is okay with this sort of relationship his bodyguard just comes out and says hey oh, yeah. 
This is who I am. I'm um, glad. Acceptance. It's uh, listen. Re-listening to the soundtrack actually is a soundtrack. I can say it. It, <laughs> it just makes me so happy that I can taunt them <laughs> that I listened to the soundtrack. Um, and Only you would call it taunting. No one else trolls our listeners no. by calling cast recordings soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. They love it. Um, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I um, learned that Julie Andrews has got some low notes in her, like some yeah. super low notes in her. Well, that's her thing. Like she can go from real low to real high. Like that's. I wouldn't say she can range. go real high, but she can definitely in, go real low. Not in this, but she she, can. she has got those notes. Yeah. Or not, had those notes, yeah, I should but say. But I think she's like just a true soprano. Yeah. But not any higher. Yes. Yeah. Does, is, she, is she ever accused of being... Higher than a soprano? No, but that's what I, like, I think people sometimes think a soprano is super, super high and then uh, not. No. There's but a she, level above she does that. Have, she does have, or had, I should say, sorry, Julie, um, an extreme range, though, doesn't she? Because she does go from very low to soft. I will Google what her range you is. You should Google what her range was. <laughs> sorry, Julie. Oh, stop. Um, I guess for, like, a performer, it's nice to see even the, like, most professional of us still struggle with roles. Yeah, and and the creative process. And the creative yeah. process, and and how do you how do you find yourself um, in a role that you're struggling to portray, and how do you lean away from your own coping mega- mechanisms, and how to achieve the performance you want to achieve, and huh. get yourself out of your head, which is really. Interesting. Julie's shaking her head. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm shaking my head at... She hasn't got a very big range at all. She's got two octaves and two notes and a semitone. So she goes from F sharp three to B flat five. She's saying, still quite... Imp- she's saying lower my than range F sharp three in this... In, no. In Victor, didn't she? No. Huh. My range is G three mm-hmm. to G six. So it's not like she hasn't got a huge, huge yeah, range. Okay. She's got like a fairly moderate soprano range. But, um, yeah, that is surprising. It does sound lower than mm. than an F, but I think that's her timber in this is very True. deep and yeah. rich and it makes – because I was singing along to some of the stuff that she was singing and I was like, this seems – because I was like, this seems so low. Mm. And then I sung it and it was the timber of her voice rather than the actual notes themselves. That must be why I find it so easy to sing. Yes. Because I have that low timber yeah. capability because I am a man. What? Surprise. <laughs> um, You're welcome, listeners. I also think there's a lesson to learn from uh, Julie Andrews' declining of the nomination. Yeah. Um, yeah. About being not putting so much stock in awards and recognition yeah. over the process. Or the people. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, think, uh, I think a lot of people when you're like, I'm an actor or I'm a performer or whatever and they're going like oh so you want to win an Oscar or you want to win a Tony and you're like no I just want to act I just want to be able to pay my rent doing <laughs> yeah. what I want to do you th- know so frequently I'm assuming everyone at this table has been asked oh you want to be famous yeah and the answer for me has always been no no I don't want to be famous no. I'd like to get paid for what I do yeah, yeah I would just like to be able to <laughs> Live creatively work without having to have a day job as yeah. well. <laughs> to which everyone goes, <laughs> good luck. Yeah. 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 Because, um. yeah, I think that that is something even about 
how the Tonys are presented, yeah. where you have the best actor, best actress, etc. Those are the big televised ones, and yeah. then you have all the behind the scenes ones that are just. I know. I'm so sad. Mm. I for <laughs> for those of you who haven't maybe worked backstage or behind the camera before, most of that like most of that work is so all of that work is so important. A show wouldn't go up, an audience wouldn't be in, you wouldn't be able to see or hear the actors. Yeah. The without the, without the script, without the band, without the orchestration, without all of that stuff. And there is no show. Even in terms of Hours, yeah. like backstage work, so, so much, much harder. The man yeah. hours, the that go into putting on a show. Yeah, that I've just literally said to one of my friends, "No directing for me next year. I'm gonna have a nap." <laughs> yeah. oh, meaning I'll be on stage. <laughs> so but much that's easier. The thing. I think we we go and see a show and and we see the people in the show or we see a movie and we f- we forget that they are a product of of hundreds of hours and of other of other work, people's yeah. work. Um, and yes, we we train our butts off and we do the best we can to portray somebody else's vision, but we couldn't I, we couldn't do it if there wasn't all of these people behind the scenes. And I think actors and performers tend to forget that too. They think mm. they are the most important element of a, a production or a film or a TV series, and they're just not. Well, it is it is it's hard not to listen to the audience. Yeah, when the audience is focused so much on what they see and mm. everything that they don't see is out of their mind. Yeah. Um, and again, like tangent number 400 for me today. This is also why I think I get so irked sometimes, so annoyed when um, star vehicles are brought in to do shows. Yeah. We don't, like, <laughs> you have take some value in your work mm. and also the work of others to, it is going to be amazing. So trust yeah. that you don't need a, like a big name or something like that to do the work. Especially if you already have an amazing show like like a Disney, like yes, yes. There's no way that people aren't going to go see a Disney musical. You yes. don't need to fill it with big name stars. No, over <laughs> over legit performance performers that yeah. have done the role before and are just aching to do it again. But also performers who are more suited, yeah, to yeah. the role mm. or more talented. It's probably best to give it to them. <laughs> Look, this is a conversation we could have for hours and hours, and maybe we'll do an episode on it later on in the <laughs> series of episodes. But I feel like pressing another button, guys, and hopefully the levels will be better. This okay, time. well let's uh, let's go to Dreamcast. So, mm. where are you putting Zach? <laughs> In this one, I think it's obvious, is yeah. it not? He can't. He can't be Victor Victoria. Well, no, he can't be Victor Victoria. He can't. He be. can't be king. He can't be king. king. He can be Sal. He could be King's boyfriend that gets kicked out. Oh, he's not in it long enough then. But he could be shirtless. Oh, <laughs> and that's pretty much the only role that could be. Okay, what if we take away the shirtless thing? Mm. I mean, he's 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 just as good with his shirt. No. <laughs> no not for... If he was, you all wouldn't bring it up so much. He is good with his shirt on. There are plenty of films. We, he's we met him with his shirt on. We met him with like, his shirt on. Meaning, like, when he initially appeared on our screen, oh, he had a shirt on. There was a shirtless scene. In what? In High School Musical. 
That's not how I met him. See? See? KB knows what I'm talking about. There's the middle distance again. (laughs) (laughs) Um... I think he maybe could play. Uh, is like, he too young for Toddy? He is. So I'm saying, like, give him a bit. Give him a bit. Give him a bit. Wow. Give him a bit. Wow. Never before. I don't think you've ever said give him a bit before he gets a role. <laughs> it's like, eh, he can do it. I mean, he can do it. He can do it, but, like, let's give him a bit. <laughs> I'd give him a bit. <laughs> Yeah, but you're giving him a different bit. Than you. <laughs> okay, uh, honestly, I've I've gushed a lot about Robert Preston. I think yeah. he's great in this role. Mm-hmm. Oh, who's who's a now equivalent Robert Preston? Look, honestly, it's an easy answer, but I don't think I've ever put him in anything before. Yeah. But Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, I think he could he could be he could yeah. be great as yeah. king. Yeah. Again, I don't know um, if he can sing, but again, yeah. Robert I'm Preston. sure he could. He's a British trained actor; they mm-hmm. can all sing. <laughs> I'm on the school of thought of like I'm just thinking of people that I know can sing. So like Brian um Cranston? No, but Ooh. that's fun. I was gonna say Brian James Do I mean Darcy, Darcy James? James? Brian Darcy James. Thank he you. does look a lot like Robert Preston. He does. <laughs> I think that's how I think that's why you're thinking about Do you know who Robert Preston also looks like? And this is gonna be um, a local reference, so I do apologize. Oh. Um but <laughs> Um, uh, the guy in, that I've seen in like every Savoy Yard show this year, oh. who is very good. Wait, in every in this year? Yeah. Oh, Warren James. Yeah, he looks so much like him. <laughs> Shout out to Warren James, who is very good and probably could play this role. <laughs> I he could. Oh, there we go. Dreamcast. I would like to see local performer Warren James. Oh god, that would actually be good. All right, I'm making that happen. <laughs> um, I also thought you were going to say Ian Moore when you said local performer. Okay. But away from anyway. local performers so that our, our worldwide now, listeners can now, understand. The big one. Uh oh. Victor Victoria. Oh, oh that's an unattractive <laughs> sound. <laughs> can I? Never I'm, hear that I'm sound prepared again. to be shouted down for this. Answer. Okay. Is it Audra? It is not Audra. <laughs> I wouldn't mind that. I mean, it she is, would be great. It is a pop star. Ooh, oh, Zane. oh okay. you're in so much trouble. If it's Justify it first. She is a great actress, mm-hmm. great voice, mm-hmm. very, very responsible about uh, the art that she puts out and I know why who she he's puts it say out. Now. Mm-hmm. Lady Gaga. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I would, I'm fine I would, with that. Well, she has. She started off in musical theatre. It's not like she's. And she done is pop. a musical genius. She, she plays several different instruments. Um, yeah. Not that I've seen The Star Is Born, but I mean, she's very. I'm good. not mad about it. She is very good in that. I think she's underutilized. I think in she, that. yeah. Um, I don't think. But it also, I, I think this would be a perfect vehicle. Yeah. To kind of get her, if they were to remake this. Yeah. Um. Honestly, I'd love to see this remade in Weimar Germany, like Ooh. rather Ooh. than yeah. Yeah. No. Look, I agree. I. Uh, <laughs> I just saw Hustlers, so I thought you were going to say J-Lo, who I also would probably see in that role too, to be honest, because I am so impressed with the work that she did in Hustlers. Mm. But Lady Gaga's way better, so let's go with Lady Gaga. I like the thought of J-Lo. But yeah, no, you're not wrong with Lady Gaga. would be much better. Um, 
I was thinking of someone and have immediately forgotten who Well, they now were. that you've said Lady Gaga, I was yeah. like, oh, that's, well, that's, that's done. <laughs> I mean, I also would see Audra in the role, yeah, to be like, quite honest. I, no, I think we'd have the same issue then with that we Julie. have with Julie Andrews. She's too classically trained. I don't want to hear another little jazz hot. I mean, I mean would you is. put like Sutton or someone in that role? Ugh. You seems could. like a really you lazy pick. Could. You know? It's just such a lazy choice. I know, but I'm like trying but to find... But to be honest, that's the kind of voice I want to hear more yeah. than like a... What about Megan Hilty? Yeah? I think her version would be really fun to watch. Yeah, I think she would bring out the comedy yeah. in it. Um, and I think that would be very different to what you would get with an Audra or a Lady Gaga yeah. who would probably pay, play it up for its dramatic potential. Yeah. Um, I think she'd be Who fun to watch. I we? just worry that if she does play too much of the comedy, then we're losing that really nice, like, anyway. Who could we have as the king? Didn't he already do that? We Me. did Toddy. Oh, Toddy. Yeah. I'm so confused. Yeah, like Zane. Isn't that it? Apart now? from Zane. So <laughs> Warren is going to be yeah. <laughs> Toddy. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I did say Benedict Cumberbatch. I mean, oh, yes. Oh, you wanted That's him right. as the Oh, I thought you meant. As king, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I... I'm I'm fine with Benedict Cumberbatch. I think he's brilliant. Again, I I think I think it's there's not a huge amount of character with that role as long as they can hold the drama because mm-hmm. that is he is he's the tragic the stereotypical tragic gay man. Yeah. Um who is just down on his luck uh but very street Ooh. smart and Yeah. Yeah. John Parham. John Barrowman, Colin Firth. Colin Might Firth. Colin Firth. I would put Colin Firth over John Barrowman. Yeah. I think John Barrowman's still a little young. Yeah. Oh, I love John Barrowman. Just like any of your your British actors. You know what? You know what? Very old. Don't know if he can sing. Probably can't sing. <laughs> Rowan Atkinson. Oh. I think he can sing. Again, Training in Britain is top notch. <laughs> I feel like I've seen him sing in Blackadder. Yeah. I would, I would watch yeah. a Lady Gaga, Rowan Atkinson pairing in this show. Yeah, isn't he? Isn't Rowan Atkinson in? Uh, in I'm having a bean. No, <laughs> uh, who plays the voice of King Julian in? Um, Sash? No, it's not Sasha Baron Cohen. Why do I always? I don't think that? it's Rowan Atkinson. I don't think it's in Madagascar. Rowan oh, okay, well. I mean, keep looking because I need to know the answer now. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I had another one, but he's gone. He's Actually, gone. no. I wouldn't watch. Oh, it is Sasha Baron Cohen. Good job. <laughs> I wouldn't watch Gaga Atkinson. I'd watch a Hilty Atkinson. I would watch a Hilty Atkinson because I think that would just be like comedy gold. I would watch a Gaga Cumberbatch yeah. Weimar Germany remake of the film. Yeah, this is that's all great, guys. I mean, if we're going real old, I reckon you're like. Your classic picks of like John Lithgow could also pull something new into the role as well. He, uh, I saw a photo of him in something he's playing recently. Is shockingly old in that. Yeah, he's oh, I just saw <laughs> pictures from that. Yeah, what is it? I don't know, but were you not as shocked as I was? At- yeah, but I think a lot of it's makeup. I hope it and is prosthetics. Oh. Um, yeah, I don't have any other Dreamcast. No, I'm I'm out. I think we've gone through. I think we've gone most through most. Well, do, I mean. Do we have um, for Norma? Oh. oh, just a comedian. See, that's another comedian. Megan Hilty role. Yeah, yeah, true. Is Norma? But I would um, love to see. Oh, I'm blanking on her name. What she describe from? her? Thirty Rock. Tina Fey. 
the oh, other one. Oh, Jane Krasowski. Jane Krasowski as, as Norma. Yeah. She'd be amazing. She'd be, She'd be so amazing. That is a very good idea. Okay, so Jane, is this in the Megan Hilty version or either yes. or? Yeah, all either or. Because she is the funny role-ish. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. who else could do it? Who? That This would have to be – so if we'd have to put in Jane Krasowski maybe in the um, Gaga version and then Megan Mullally – Ooh. Into the Megan Hilty version because Megan Mullally is of an age now, but mm. Mm. that's our older king. Yeah. I would take it's either. the voice I'm thinking yeah. of Megan Mullally that sells her as Norma. Okay, I mean, we've given producers a lot of stuff to work we with. We have. <laughs> if you guys have any other suggestions, you can let us know too. If you want to hire us as your own personal casting Ooh, agent, yeah. you're welcome to do so. Absolutely. Just uh, We've got Julie, a Patreon account. Julie, would it surprise you that a casting agent does more than just come up with names <laughs> at the top of their heads? I mean, yeah, but we could call the people into the audition room. <laughs> guys, we've got the skills, we just need We're the people. We're casting agents, we need their personal details. <laughs> You can trust us. We've got a lot of roles for Zach that we'd really like to see him audition for. We just want to explore our options. I just want to just want to clarify: it will be a nude audition. <laughs> Not totally nude. That's inappropriate. Is it? Yes, it is inappropriate. I'm not doing it. I'm not a casting agent. I'm a director. KB and I would die. <laughs> it's true. Dehydration. Let's go on to top five lists. <laughs> You're nasty today. It doesn't usually come from me, but you know. It doesn't. Sometimes. Uh, top five drag queen musicals. This. There's a few now. Lacage, Kinky Boots. Kinky Priscilla. Boots. Priscilla. Guys, we've got, got a lot five. more than I thought we You've would. Probably, you could probably put. I do think they're working on a Tu Hong Fu musical. Oh. Do you know Tu Hong Fu? I'm just going to nod and smile. It's uh, Patrick Swayze, Ugh. John Leguizamo, oh, no. and another guy. Yes, it is. They were it were they were both in production around the same time. Priscilla yeah. and Tu Wong Fu. Yeah, it's kind of the American version of Priscilla, Priscilla. Oh. but they kind of go and get stranded in this little town, and they help the women of that little Wesley town Snipes. kind of find oh, their self esteem. Wesley Snipes, amazing. Yes. Okay, it's no. it's not as good as Priscilla. No, it's it looks. A, Good though. It's very funny, camp. I'm gonna see if it's on anything. Amazing. Um, I guess you could kind of get like I don't don't know. There's a cross dressing in other shows, but I guess it's not necessarily drag. drag. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. I I mean, we can only think of four. I'm sure there's more. So listeners, let us know know what your top five drag shows. Jamie. Oh yeah, of course. Everyone's talking about Jamie. Um, I'd also like the listeners to know that I've just hopped onto Australian Netflix to see if yes. Tu Wong Fu is on there. I've typed in two, and the first thing to appear is Tooth Fairy with Julie Andrews. <gasps> Whoa, it's because it's listening <laughs> to you talking. It knows. Or she's in everything. She is in everything. Uh, That's fair. Um, top five. I'm going to say, I'm going to put this out there. I'm going to say top five treatments of gay panic. Okay. No, I think this is a very mature story yeah. about uh, 
hetero flexibility. Yeah. And know. it's what we were saying before. It just it is what it is. Yeah. And it's all good. Yes. It's all fine. And also just like a lot of it was a lot it was so progressive for that time, I think, to to discuss to set it in a drag club, but also mm. that notion of like you love who you love regardless of gender kind yeah. of deal. Yeah, yeah. Um And yeah. it also talks about the masculinity yeah. involved in that. And one of the most masculine guys being his bodyguard yeah. comes out as gay. Yeah. As, yeah. So I think it's a very mature treatment okay. of what could have been problematic material. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> hmm. um, ahead of its time. Are we going to put it on the list of movie before musical? Um, no. I can't. That list is now like top 100. Mm. I think if we put it on the top 100 <laughs> <laughs> movie to musical... It, I guess it it's doesn't probably personally not, make it for uh, me. Yeah, I guess for my personal top five, it doesn't go on there. But for somebody else's list, it definitely would be. I mean, if you – so what's another good example? Like um, the, 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 the 42nd Street was movie before musical. Yeah, I would put so, this above 42nd Street. But oh. That's just me. That's just, I, I do yeah, love okay. this musical. Yeah, all right. Mm, fair. And like I am – like I said, like I'm going to grow up to be king. If Adam's yeah. family. As well. Adam's family? Yeah, mm. I'm not a big fan of the musical. Oh I can't get him, guys. I can't, can't tip him up. It's because Victor Victoria is number one on his top five. It's so. not. I don't, I don't think it's <laughs> number one on my top, top five. five. Um, but if we, ex- especially if we exclude Disney and animated films, yeah. I think then it, it does. It, it does have a chance of being on the top five for me. Yeah, Ooh, um, that's fair. Especially when you're getting to things like, like Tootsie and yeah. Nine to Five will probably be oh, higher up than Victor I Victoria love nine for to me. Five. Um, but I think that's like the same era of movie yeah. to musical. Um, would this appear on Julie Andrews' top five list? Ooh. I don't think it would Music- appear on her musical. personal top five <laughs> list. Musical, thoroughly modern uh, Millie kills it. Sound of Music kills it. Mary Poppins wasn't a musical. <laughs> She yeah, still sung in it. She still she sung in it. But she no. So well, I, I guess we're talking Broadway here. Because oh, Julie Andrews was in the Broadway of Victor Victoria. I, I, th- if I didn't know that she didn't enjoy it, yeah, <laughs> then I'd probably say yes. Okay. Uh, I would personally say no. Oh, that's personally for yeah. you. Yeah. I I I don't know if it's on mine. Either I just wanted to have the conversation yeah. about whether it is. Is it on yours? That said, guys? actually, if you came to me tonight and said, "Would you rather watch The Sound of Music twice or Victor Victoria twice in a row?" I would say Victor Victoria. Yeah, every time. Every time. But that's also Sound of Music me is love. Be for the length. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also, Victor Victoria has La Jazz Hot, which yeah. is I'm going to say one of my favorite songs to sing. May- maybe not top five, but it's. it's in I consideration just most days. cannot yeah. deal with that, with the way she sings it. Well, I'm not singing it a la Julie Andrews when I <laughs> sing it because I don't have that capability. That would be hilarious and I'd like an off-air version of that. <laughs> if we get to 2,000 pages. <laughs> in fact, we'll just put that at 1,000. We'll move the Necronomicon to <laughs> no, 2,000. No, 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 no. That's, that's not <laughs> how it works. <laughs> uh, any other top five? Nope. I I don't have any either. Set in France? Are there more? Lacage? Les Miserables. <laughs> if you had to watch Les Mis twice, <laughs> or I'd go Victor Victoria. Victoria twice. Which Les Mis? The 
most recent movie version. Victor Victoria it is. <laughs> Yeah, that's ruins everything. Um, no, Russell Crowe ruins everything. Uh, <laughs> um, Beauty and the Beast, technically, set in France. Yeah, technically. So it's probably not top five there. No. Mm. Well, that's only three. I'm out. I'm sure there are many. There's, well, many there's probably more. French musicals set in France. Yeah. <laughs> A Scarlet Pimpernel. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, there's yeah. There's a lot of musicals set in France. Yeah. Isn't some of Dirty Rotten South Scoundrels? South of France, yeah. Yeah. All of it, yeah. yeah. Okay, I don't think it would make the France list. Mm. The France list. The France list. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, any more top five dreams, Zane? I'm going to put, I'm honestly, I'm going to put Norma on my top five dream cast for Jane Krakowski. Yeah. 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 Fair. That's fun. That like, is I, fair. I don't think she can age out of that role. Nope. Never ever. <laughs> also, she looks like twenty years. Yeah, I was gonna say she's years, pretty so. fresh for yeah how old she actually is. Yeah, hey, wish I, I look like that now. I think that's it for me. I agree. Do I press another button now? No, Zane? we just say goodbye now. <laughs> oh my goodness! Look at this, guys. We got to the end of the episode and nothing exploded. Touchwood. Um, so if you like what we do right here, yeah, you should at a bare minimum like our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Follow us. On Twitter, mm-hmm. follow on us gram. on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Give us a rating and a review on whatever you're listening to us on. Yeah, and tell your friends. You should tell your friends if you're in a show. Tell everyone in that show because yeah. chances are we've done we've done an episode on whatever show you are in. Mm-hmm. We've got <laughs> well over a hundred now. So, and if we haven't on any of those social media, send it through and we'll uh, we'll put it on the list. We haven't done every show I've been in yet, so. Well, well, we've well. got some left. And you've been in so many more than me. We haven't done every show that I've been in yet. Aha. I think we've done every show that I've been in yet either. We haven't done... Were you in a very Potter musical? I was. We haven't done that one. I played several roles in a very <laughs> Potter. Technically, we weren't allowed to do it. But I will gladly do it on this podcast. <laughs> Guys, I was in Hold On To Your Hats, Paris. Australian musical. Uh, that's the original one, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Written by John that, English. That existed. <laughs> we have a lot of musicals still to cover, guys, so definitely let us know what ones you want to hear. Okay, and if you want to send us an extended message, just send us an email at musicalstoldmepodcast at gmail.com and KB yeah. will respond. Yeah. Which is where I'll be sending the idea I've just had for Victor Victoria, which is way too late for the Dreamcast. Say it now, Julie. <laughs> RuPaul. <laughs> Ooh. RuPaul is a man playing a woman, playing a man, playing a woman. That's as, mind as blowing. Victoria? Yes, mm, I would be interested to see if he could sing it. Me too. I think he probably can. Well, he can't. He's not the best singer, but failing, he can sing. Failing that, the he would be perfect as the uh, club owner. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, wow. Really late in the game. I mean, <laughs> had to finish on RuPaul. Yeah, I mean pretty, that's fine. It's great. That's what. That's what. That's that's what we like to do, right? Yeah. I'm gonna. Okay, well, bye everyone. Thanks and join us next time. Bye.
Let's talk about X, baby. Ah, crappy relationships, the bane of our collective existence. But what do we learn from our mistakes? I'm relationship columnist Liz Best. And I'm funny guy Tom Harris. Ghosts of Boyfriends Past will chat to guests about love gone wrong and take you on a journey through the funny, tragic, horrifying... And sometimes just plain bonkers stories about that crazy little thing called love. It's like a group therapy session. With two people completely unqualified to be leading it. New episodes drop fortnightly on Thursday, so join in to hear tales of heartbreak and woe and hopefully wind up a little wiser or drunker for it. That's Not Kind of Productions podcast. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.